Hello and welcome to A Brief Opinion. I am your host, Jose, a.k.a. Gato, and today we're going to be talking about La France. This episode is titled, Viva La France. So let's begin. Our, okay, so most of this I have written, so I have all of this written. Uh, hopefully it doesn't sound too fake, but I wrote it, and then I'm going to be talking. And Anyway, let's go. Uh, the protest in France due to the death of Nahel, a 17-year-old boy who was shot by police. Apparently, he had, he had five check-ins with police since 2021 uh, for refusing to comply an order to stop. So, at the date of the incident, he was in a Mercedes, who had, uh, which had Polish plates with two passengers, and he had no license. Uh, his police file called him Tosh, or T-A-J. Uh, last September, a judge imposed a disciplinary action or measure, and this year, he was set to appear before a juvenile court in September. Uh, most of his run-ins with police were regarding cars and driving with no license or insurance and using false plates. Uh, his family, however, said that he had no conviction and that he was a good kid. Uh, he was from Algerian descent. And uh, let's move on. So the protests. Protests erupted where Algerians and other Muslims, as well as French in general, took over the capital and other cities in protest that turned destructive coming off the recent protest of retirement age reforms the President Emmanuel Macron forcefully passed through, which led to weeks of protests from, from all of French society, with a few exceptions. Uh, those exceptions, of course, being people who didn't benefit from, who weren't really being affected by the um, uh, retirement reforms that Macron was implementing. Uh, those reforms were to increase the age of retirement, which, you know, a lot of French, they love their retirement. Uh, he passed them through. And, uh, you know, so let's keep on. This time it was about, well, he passed them through, and then I think he passed them through um, their equivalent of, like, their house and Senate over there. Uh, barely, but, like, barely. Uh, this time it was about police use of excessive force that resulted in the death of Nahel at the hands of an officer who shot him as he drove away from police. Initially, it was said by police that Nahel attempted to run over police, which was false, but Nahel did drive away after he refused to follow the police orders. The officer was quickly judged and found guilty and charged for homicide, or the French equivalent of being charged with homicide. Uh, during the riots, Emmanuel Macron threatened he would restrict the use of, in the, of, of the Internet in the areas where the protest was happening. This, of course, drew criticisms as this was seen as very authoritative. Sorry, authoritarian. Uh, this position, uh, this proposition came after Emmanuel blamed social media for helping to encourage rioting and violence. His office later uh, said that this was not under consideration, but a meeting with the majors of the affected regions brought up the possibility that in the future it might be an avenue to use as a regulated social media blackout during extreme events, or to use you know a regulated social media blackout, which is what he called them, to, you know within extreme events. Uh, this, of course, caused accusations that Emmanuel Macron was turning France into places like China or North Korea. Uh, let's move on. Uh, the critics and counter critics. If you follow Twitter, which I I hate, but man, they keep it mostly uncensored, which I love. I see it allows you to see videos that are generally frowned by YouTube and most other places, and the ones that do have them are have them available have yet to hit the mainstream. So this is like Rumble and a few other mainstream channels that or mainstream avenues where you can watch uh, certain video. We can watch videos, you know, that other places censor. So Twitter is a good avenue that you, where you can watch them. Uh, you would see critics saying that the real problem was the Muslim community in France, which are mainly composed of refugees that in the past 20 years 
have arrived to Europe from majority Muslim countries as a direct result of U.S. and its NATO allies' destabilization of these majority Muslim regions that were supposed to be a stabilization effort that went horribly awry as it has resulted in the deaths of millions of has resulted in millions of direct and indirect deaths as well as the refugee crisis. Uh, the fra despite France claiming it has uh, played no role in such efforts, it has been involved with special operations or backing rebels in places such as Libya and West Africa and Central Africa, the last two having control of their monetary policies and currency, the African franc. So, you know, a lot of this refugee has been uh, happening as a result of, you know, U.S. invading uh, the Middle East and, of course, of Africa, uh, Northern Africa and African general being involved or being destabilized by countries like Europe or places like France and other European countries, despite them saying that they don't. Uh, France does have a history of being involved in Africa to this day, as I mentioned, controlling the currency of two regions. Uh, here's a, another little extract, or here's let's continue, I suppose. It was also commented by counter-critics that the reason for extremism is due to poor assimilation. When refugees arrive in France, there is a small effort to help them assimilate due to the large number of refugees and poor execution of French response. The refugees have complained of being hosted in poor conditions and have received verbal as well as physical humiliation. And we cannot forget to mention the parts of France that refugees and immigrants often live in, which have been referred to as migratory ghettos. On the question of where extremism comes from, here is a theory. Extremism that often comes from the kids of refugees as they grow up in a nation that they feel doesn't see them as French despite being born there and as they learn French history and the many atrocities the French have committed in the nation from which some of these refugees come from. Uh, here's a quote from uh, Bruno Retali in an interview with uh, France Info. Certainly they are French, but they are French in their official identity, and unfortunately for the second, third generations of immigrants, there's a kind of regression back towards their ethnic origins. So there you go. And this is how a lot of French people, you know, actually see them, you know. Is it true? Are some of them becoming extreme due to the conditions that they live in and due to the history of France? I mean, it is very possible, you know, who's to say? Uh, it's also this theory that uh, what's called Sharia law uh, is put up, is uh, for many people they use that as, as um, you know, be above you know the nation's law. How you know expanded this is, you know how well, uh, how how many people actually do this or use this? It's hard to say honestly. This is just people throwing shit at the wall, I guess. Uh, so let's go. The next, uh, the French hold on Africa. The French still hold, holds parts of Africa hostage to the control of the currency known as the BCEAO, the Central Bank of West Africa, African States, and the BEAC, the Bank of Central African States, as they are required to deposit 50% of the foreign exchange reserves in a special French treasury. The French do guarantee that they will be able to convert this currency into euros. Uh, one euro equals 655.957 CFA. So that's the... Yeah, the, Fran the Franco, the African Franco. The uh, BCEAO and the BEAC are not interconvertible, so you cannot, you know, exchange your money from one currency, you know, one bank to the other. Uh, in 2019, the French and the eight West African countries that use CFA franc 
were set to adopt a new currency known as the ECO, but so far it has failed to happen despite the referendum the same year in the comments by Emmanuel Macron saying that the French interference in Africa is over. Uh, so this has happened. The French have said that, you know, they're going to stop interfering and let the, you know, African states have their own currency. Uh, there is this theory or that was, well, there is this concept in the past about Africa forming some sort of United States style. Uh, this was mainly along with the West Africans and then the Central Africans forming this massive country. It hasn't happened. There's a lot of infighting. I believe Niger and uh, I forgot what was the other one were the ones that were mainly having the discussion of what currency to use. So far, nothing has happened. They're still using the franc. Um, let's see. Uh, created in 1945 for using France, African colonies, the CFA franc remains the currency of 14 independent African countries. TA members of the West African Economic and Monetary Union are Benin, Burkina Faso, Côte d'Ivoire, or the Ivory Coast, Guinea, Bissau, Mali, Niger, Senegal, and Togo, and the six members of the Central African Economic and Monetary Community are Cameroon, the Central African Republic, Chad, Equatorial Guinea, Garbon, and the Republic of Congo. So this is just a little brief uh, opinion and you know, a little thing that I wrote from looking into this whole uh, protest in France. Obviously, this is not, I'm not emphasizing too much on the protest, just going an overview of what has led to some of these protests. Uh, this is what a lot of the people we're protesting are referring to you know they're they're talking about you know Africa you're talking about um what France has done uh, there's also videos of some people saying that the only reason they're in France is because of the passport and then the um social what do they call them the uh, social amenities I guess you know like print insurance and all that good stuff so there is uh this is the background of how and why those people feel that way obviously this is just an opinion um, it wasn't as thorough as I wanted it to be, but it was just really brief. Um, anyway, I've been your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening or watching, and got to out.